So Lissa's not here, but we're going to do an extra bonus pod for the next 10 minutes. We're going to have a, a, a back and forth about the latest on the Roe v. Wade reversal and what we as Christians should think and do about it. So um, it's just going to be, there's no notes. It's just totally impromptu. So keep that in mind. So, uh, Jeff, why don't you start us off with, well, maybe explaining first, I guess, what happened. Yeah, so um, a 50-year-plus, I guess, um, decision, um, Roe v. Wade, most of us have lived most of our lives um, where the uh, Supreme Court of the United States of America had decided that it was, um, yeah, a, a constitutionally viable and uh, supported um, right to abortion, um, and it was one that um, they then made uh, kind of the rule of 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 law for the entire United States of America, and gave um, women and healthcare workers in places um, like Planned Parenthood um, the right to um, choose abortion and to uh, provide abortion and, um, in a sense, abortion on demand. Now, um, there were, uh, you know, there was legislation that went into, you know, various forms of legislation that directed that, but we've basically been living in that, um, living with that as sort of the cultural backdrop for 50 plus years. Um, it probably, it, it undoubtedly has caused abortion to become at times more of an industry, a money-making machine. It's also um, brought all sorts of conversations on moral, moral ethical is this, um, you know, more than anything, it's politicized the entire, the entire thing. But I remember all of that to say that that decision recently, as of a week ago, um, has been reversed. Um, the Supreme Court justices have decided, hey, this actually is not constitutional, um, for us to, uh, uh, yeah, for, for, for us to give this right, you know, as the, the federal government. Um, and so uh, the Constitution does not warrant that, and therefore they're tossing it back into the hands of the states um, through representation on the state level. Um, abortion will be, uh, I guess, dealt with, legislated um, from from here on out, at least for the time being. So we wanted to just go, okay, how should Christians respond to this? Um, what should their response be? And there's there's been a lot of different responses. I guess we'll talk about that. But we kind of knew that decision was probably coming. There had been leaked. Um, a draft of what the ruling would be um, that has now that 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 draft that leaking draft has now become um, a real thing 
And like I said, as of a week, I think all of us have been made aware, okay, um, the, the Roe decision has been overruled. Um, it's, it's uh, yeah, again, the conversation we want to have is, okay, so how should we respond to that uh, as Christians? Um, I do remember kind of growing up in this era, um, you know, I went to a church. We were uh, very, very much a church that every year would have Sanctity of Life Sunday. Um, there was the March for Life uh, we held signs out on the main uh, thoroughfare in Omaha, Nebraska um, that just, you know, wanted uh, to pursue justice here, wanted this ruling to be overturned, wanted uh, abortion not to be as readily available as it was, which was, it was sort of, yeah, it very much was um, abortion on demand to a certain degree. So um, that's been overturned. And how should we respond? I mean, what, what, what are your initial thoughts? Actually, let me give you my initial thoughts, and then we can kind of go back and forth. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll react to your initial thoughts. Okay, so in some ways, um, you know, I, I, think, I think Christians over the last 50 years have seen abortion, I think rightly seen abortion, um, as evil, as morally corrupt, as wrong, um, as this this very pronounced sort of sin against the creator of life, um, that being God himself. And so they've responded in different ways to try to speak against that, to come against that, to pursue justice. Some of them have been good, constructive, thoughtful, um, uh, yeah, I, I think right ways of doing that and, and then some have been overly aggressive and political and um, been, what has been attached to them is all sorts of things. And so now, 50 years down the road, you have kind of this tangled mess of like, how do you un untangle all of that and go, okay, how, how should Christians respond? So I, I would say, Hey, this is something to celebrate and be thankful for because it should, it will um, limit the amount of abortions, the amount of um, developing human beings who are taken um, from us, who are, um, yeah, who are, are not given the right to uh, the opportunity to life. Um, and so in some ways we should celebrate. This is, there is some amount of justice um, that, that God is um, giving in this. Um, it's through a faulty, corrupt, at times sinful, um, or even if, even if, uh, you know, you would just say, um, yeah, human and therefore um, imperfect uh, method, which is um, our our government here in the United States, which in some ways we should be incredibly grateful for the democratic system that we have grown up grown up in and have, and um, and so Christians, I think, yeah, back to the original point, Christians should be thankful, um, should celebrate this ruling. The question is, how do we do that? 
how should we do that? Knowing that uh, this has be, become incredibly politicized, knowing that there are all sorts of, um, yeah, all sorts of different situations and stories and pain and shame and wrapped up in it, and knowing that we have many um, of our neighbors, friends, non-Christians, even um, even those we go to church with who uh, don't agree with this decision or are opposed to this decision or opposed to how it it came about. So I guess the question we're, we're saying is, what I'm saying is like, yes, Christians should rejoice, be thankful, celebrate, um, but how they celebrate, how they rejoice, how they're thankful is probably the thing we want to to talk about, yeah? Yeah, because I mean, my 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 biggest concern whenever I heard the news was, um, yeah, I, I think you're right. Like in the last fifty years, I think that there has been almost this like desire politically to um, win culture wars, you know, um, have have Christian. Um, Values be the the um, the thing at the top uh, in in terms of what we do in politics and with the policies and and all that sort of stuff. And I think with with this Roe v. Wade thing, um, we we rightly are concerned about um, abortions. We're rightly happy that uh, that uh, now they're going to be limited. I guess my my concern is like what what do what do non-Christians think about Christians? Um, do they feel like uh, what we're trying to do is is um, grab for power so that we can um, force our beliefs down their throats so that we can force them to act like Christians when they're not Christians so that we can force them to believe as we do even though they don't believe as we do? Um, I think that there is... The biggest concern for me is how how do how do we engage the world um, in light of this victory? And I think there just needs to be this concern that we do not um, approach the world in such a way that we have to stomp on the little man, stomp on those, um, and especially with something like this, I, I can tell you for a fact that that those who do believe in the ethical nature of abortion or that life begins at X amount of weeks or whatever. Um, what they feel is you are now encroaching on my body or my, um, you know, my, my rights and that you're forcing it on upon me. Um, and so I guess that's my biggest concern. Having said that, God is the author of life. God is the one who knits us in the womb, all, all, all of that. But um, I don't know if I, I, I even have any answers. What I, what I would hope, though, is like I saw one church this past Sunday was a standing ovation for the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Um, All that sort of stuff. And I can just imagine like a non-Christian walking into that service um, being like, oh, okay, well, you you hate me, you know, or you hate my bodily autonomy or something like that. So I guess I don't necessarily have an answer. I, I, I just want us as Christians to have a humble attitude towards those who are not yet Christians. You know, um, what, what's that one quote that the church exists for those, church is the only ex- organization that exists for, for those who are not yet part of it. 
And so how do we, how do we in, in a way that's winsome, in a way that's humble, engage the world around us and try to win people? I'm just, I, here, here's one more thing is, can we even have a conversation about abortion? You know? I, and the answer, I don't think, I, the answer I think is no. I mean, it's so difficult. It's such a supercharged thing. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's my biggest concern. My concern is not that, um, uh, my concern is how does the church now engage the world in a meaningful way so as to uh, persuade and to win people over, uh, win trust. Yeah, I, a couple of thoughts came to mind as you were saying that. Um, I think it is a, a, a right and humble response to say, man, like I I don't know. Like I'm not sure because this thing has become such an entangled um, moral, political, um, y- yeah, just hairball. And and we want to be winsome and we, we know that um, you can't, necessarily legislate morality you can't um you know through uh political means soften a collective heart um i think you know one thought that came to mind though is like martin luther king jr um and i'm paraphrasing him very loosely paraphrasing but you know with with the whole civil rights movement and um some of that becoming hey uh, we've gained a certain amount of freedom through legislation that we didn't have before. Um, he, he even said, you know, hey, you can't legislate the change in heart, the transformation of the heart, but you can at least legislate um, my neighbor not killing me, you know? Not, not, yeah, no, not. totally. So, so um, you know, I think we, I think, yes, Christians should um on some level be interested and involved and seeking the appropriate means within the system of government that we have within the system of, you know, United States that we've been given and operate in. We should be seeking the best for that culture, the best for, um, you know, for our nation through all the appropriate means. Um, but certainly, you know, there's so much nuance in, in, okay, so what, what does that look like? We were, I told you before we started recording this, I was downtown with my four kids. Okay. (laughs) Um, if there's any like picture or family unit that might, um, by its very presence, uh, sort of cause, uh, yeah, sort of caused the the wall to go up with someone who is far more progressive politically or who does um, see this totally different, you know, and is um, pro-choice and, um, and, and you know, uh, aggressively pro-choice. Well, we're downtown, um, and I take the kids out for ice cream um, through my wife's kind of prodding that we need to have fun on in the summer. And so we're downtown at the hub, um, on Congress street there. And as we exit after eating our ice cream and we're having a good time and Halston's got ice cream all over her face, had, you know, had totally forgotten, okay, this decision has come down. And therefore there were, um, all sorts of protests downtown and this whole army of people, pro-choice people came 
walking up Congress with their signs. A lot of the signs had language and images that probably weren't appropriate for my kids. And we walk out into that. And I got these fair haired children that I'm trying to get across the street and get to our car. Um, and they're, you know, being like, dad, what's going on? It feels so, you know, charged down here. I don't think they said charged, but it was a kind of a charged environment. Um, as these, uh, you know, people are responding to the, this, this reversal of Roe, um, as a Christian, as a Christian family, like what I tell you, what I didn't do is, you know, run through the middle of that, you know, celebrating, you know, the ruling that had come down and, uh, I guess screaming back in the faces of these protesters <laughs> right. and, and telling them Jesus wins and has won the, the battle and you, you know, and you suck and you suck and you're all going to hell and you need to you repent. And, right. and, and I, I don't think that, you know, so again, it's, it's a matter of, th- there's a way to, uh, celebrate, to rejoice, to be thankful, to, to praise God, um, that he's used this decision or will use decision uh, to save a lot of um, lives that he's created, that he's knit together um, in, in different women's wombs. And, and I think we want to, we want to be thankful for that. We want to be humbled by that. We, we want to know that there is a very partial, um, imperfect, but a real, um, uh, yeah, a, a real kind of move. Ju- justice has been has been um, gained in 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 a in a pretty um, in a pretty huge way. Within yeah, it's our, it's, within it's a monumental country. thing. I I would say you know in the last fifty that's fifty years this thing has been overturned. It's pretty monumental. Now at the same time it's been turned over to the states. It's not like it's been totally. Abortion has been outlawed everywhere. Although I I think that. It is going to be, or has been, in in some more um, conservative states. But um, I guess, well, I, I think what you're trying to say, though, is there has there needs it needs to be a quiet gratitude for God's sovereign hand, and then a winsome and reasonable interaction with the world that yeah. is not toxic and not not, not to- and that's the that's the hard line to walk. I think is not toxic, but also not cowering, you know, not cowering like this. Yeah, no, that's a good point. You know, there is a sense in which we are, um, the gospel is going to be opposed. You know, the biblical ethic in terms of human life is going to be um, opposed. It's going to cause angst. It's going to cause aggression. It's going to cause opposition, especially, um, in the culture that we live in. I, I guess the other thing I would say is just what you said, like a, a quiet, humble, grateful, thankful, um, appraising God. Well, part of what you said there is like, there are, there are places and ways to do that, right? Mm. One place to maybe not do that, unfortunately, is social media. Like I went oh, on Twitter yeah, sure, sure, sure. the day that the ruling came down, and I mean it's just like yeah, it was a dumpster fire. Well, and you can't say anything yeah, sure. without there being just such vitriol, um, and so you know that, uh, yeah, 
I think, what does that even do to your own heart as you're trying to publicly kind of just, man, I'm, I'm so thankful for this. Um, well, social media just might not be the place to do it. it. You know, it's not that you're wrong in saying that you're, you're thankful that you're celebrating this ruling. It's not necessarily that you're wrong, but um, you're going to get, yeah, I mean, you're going to get a, a, a very fierce, um, uh, opposed, um, sometimes very unfair response. And that might not be even the best thing for your own heart. So there's, there's places by which to um, humbly, thankfully celebrate this, this ruling. And then there's ways to do it. I, I yeah. guess what might be some, well, how do we do So that? one more thing that we should say is, you know, Paul does say that the gospel is a stumbling block and offense. You know, hey, make sure it's the gospel that's the stumbling block offense. Sure, sure. Don't be a jerk. Um, which I, I do feel like in America, like that is a thing. Like Christians are jerks sometimes. And especially with this sort of thing, it's like um, you don't want anything but the gospel itself to be offensive. So then the other, the other I, response well, let would Let me be, stop you real quick right there because yeah. I think you, you're right. And culturally, even as a believer and even as, you know, whatever other party, other side it is, has every time they've won, you know, has celebrated in your face, kind of pushed it down your throat oh, okay. in ways. Yeah, yeah. Your natural reaction response, it's your fleshly response it's is to, to do it back. Yeah, well, like, like we, we should celebrate. We should, you know, we are right. And, and, you know, and, and so it does become very difficult, um, it's very difficult to yeah respond and to make sure the gospel is the stumbling block and not your um, yeah. And not, I think not, that that's that's with anything. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. That's why social media is such a a bad platform, um, on a lot in a lot of ways. With anything, don't make people hate Jesus because of you, right? Paul says in Romans two that the uh, that God's name is being blasphemed all day long among the Gentiles um, because of his people. And you just, man, you just don't want that to happen. The other thing just to consider is like, all right, now that this is overturned, what it's going to do um, is it's going to alarm a lot of people, make a lot of people um, uh, perhaps look for abortive care somewhere else. Um, but then it's, so the point I'm trying to make is we, we also need to be sure to um, fill, fill now the gaps with care, supportive care, um, thinking like uh, pregnancy centers, financial care, um, foster care, all these sorts of things that, um, that the church has at least historically uh, done, you know, you can think of hospitals and all, all these sorts of things. We, we need to now fill those gaps. We need to fill the, the need. Yeah, and I, I think, thankfully, though, depending on, um, yeah, depending on what, what sort of um, source you're getting your information from, like you said, I think, thankfully, Christians have um, done, done pretty well there, you yeah. know? <laughs> done pretty well in terms of meeting the least of these, yeah. um, stepping into the gap, um, even meeting 
uh, young, pregnant women and, and with care, with uh, resources, with counseling, with ultrasounds. And what you're saying is, hey, even more so now, let's, let's, yeah, let's just continue do, do to do that. Continue to do that well. Give ourselves to that. That is a way to quietly, lovingly, humbly, um, you know, partner with God in, in um, meeting our culture where it's at and in giving, um, yeah, give, giving marginalized, you know, people or people who are in, in situations that are just, man, as Christians, we need to um, step in and be the hands and feet of Christ. And, and I think, um, yeah, I think we've done that well. I think for the, for the most part, Christians have done that well, but we have an even greater opportunity to do it now, which is what you're saying. And I, I totally agree with that. Um, do you have anything more to add in terms of like, just the way that you do that? No, the way I, that you... I think that we've gotten to, you know, hey, let's be humble, let's be grateful, let's um, watch the way that we engage the world, um, and let's fill the gap. Let's, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe those would be some important talking points there. Yeah, and maybe we'll have more to say on this um, in the months to come, so. Yeah.